As you've heard, Victorians are in for a rough time of it for at least six weeks. A state of disaster having been declared yesterday, which is a whole lot more serious than a state of emergency. An overnight curfew has come into effect. There's also a ban on travelling further than five kilometres from home. PJ Harding, you might remember her from ZM Days, breakfast radio host on Kiss FM in Melbourne, along with Jace. A very good morning to you too. Good morning, Kerry. Thank you for having us. Oh. <laughs> I know, I'm thinking of you. Are you guys essential workers? Are you going to be able to travel into work? Well, we actually are waiting on a press conference from Daniel Andrews in like the next hour and a half, which will sort of go into further detail as to what jobs will be deemed essential and what will be closing. So everyone's sort of sitting on the edge of their seat waiting for that. Yeah, there's been a bit of frustration because Dan Andrews came out yesterday and said, look, we're going into this stage for lockdown. Schools will be closed now. As for businesses, we'll give you more information tomorrow, which has just added to anxiety. Everyone waiting Mm. to find out more. It is hard for them. I do understand. I mean, we were a bit like this, trying to broadcast information that desperate talkback callers were ringing and saying, well, what can I do? And we're like, we don't know because the police are giving one message and the government another. So... It is, that really does add to anxiety, I, I agree. And everyone sort of claims to know someone who is remotely, you know, related to someone in the government and they've got an exclusive, but really they don't know. Saturday was ridiculous. I think everyone um, got at least three different messages yeah. from people saying, yeah. hey, this is the information that's leaked out of the government. Yeah. So everyone assumed that, you know, takeaway was going to be stopped. But then yesterday um, he sort of indicated that it should still be um, going ahead, but we just we just don't know. You don't know. Now, Chase, you've um, got children, haven't you, which makes it a whole different lockdown experience. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm waiting to find out if the booze shops are going to be closed, <laughs> Kerry. Um, yeah, no, we're taking on homeschooling. I've got a six-year-old and a four-year-old. So oh. um, originally when we went back into stage three, they allowed year 12 students to still go in, uh, yeah. obviously finishing their exams. But now every student across Victoria has gone back to home learning. Yeah. Um, there are some, uh, some special schools are still open and for essential workers, schools are still taking some kids. But, like, you've really got to prove you're an essential worker. And we still don't know who those are just yet. No, that's, no. that's the problem. Yeah, and what's lockdown like for you, PJ? Um, quite lonely. Yeah. <laughs> I got it, luckily I got a cat last time. I got a beautiful <laughs> little Burmese cat in, which oh, has yum. given me a lot of joy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's been a lot of time by myself. We were saying earlier, I think it's it's sort of reversed roles in a way. The first lockdown, I found that a lot of families really struggled here in Victoria with yeah. homeschooling and that sort of thing. And I found people living alone um, mm. or who didn't have kids sort of enjoyed it, watch, you know, Netflix and all that. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like families are in a routine and people like PJ who are living alone are really the ones doing it tough. Well, they are. And there was a report just out in the last couple of days from Loneliness New Zealand Charitable Trust. They yeah. compared loneliness before, during and after lockdown. And for young people, and you certainly categorised uh, as that, PJ, um, an increase... Well, actually, just about everybody these days classifies as youth in my yep, world. Yep. Um, <laughs> it increased from 5.8% before lockdown to 20.8% wow. During lockdown, and I can totally understand that. And also, those poor people in rest homes as well. I know.
Yeah. That's, like, that's a scary thing over mm. here at the moment. It's just, it's running wild in aged care, and that's mm. where they need to try and get the numbers down at the moment. And, you know, so many people can't see family members. Exactly what you guys went through with your stage. It's heartbreaking scenes well. like that. Yeah, not being able to go to funerals, not being able to attend the birth of children, not being able mm-hmm. to be with dying loved ones. I mean, it's had a, it's a huge impact. At, at this point, they've cancelled weddings because you were allowed to do a wedding with up to 10 people. Mm. They've cancelled weddings now in Stage 4. However, funerals are still allowed to go ahead here. Um, right. So I think it's up to 10 people socially distanced. Yep. But, um, yeah, they have said funerals are still going to go ahead. What's the attitude to Victorians, or Melbournians and, and Victorians, to the reintroduction of a mm-hmm. state of disaster, which I've never heard before. I've heard of state of emergency, but never disaster. I think there's been, you know, mixed reaction, as you can imagine, because for some people it just feels like this has been dragging up for so long mm. and there's been no definitive answer. And I think there's frustration that obviously this didn't happen sooner. And so there are businesses that have literally been hanging in with a thread that just have no idea what's going to happen now. Like we were sitting here watching New Zealand at the start of it going, let's do the same. Let's lock it down. So like PJ was saying, it's sort of dragged on. So I think there was a mood of everyone going, it needs to happen, mm. but then when that announcement does take place and they say it is happening, obviously anxiety and everything's through the roof. But we do deep down know this is it. The next six weeks are do or die. We have to make it work. Do or die, quite literally. Do you have a plan, PJ, about what you're going to do? And you know, because I remember the oh, it seems like another lifetime ago, but I remember the Zoom drinks on Friday nights, and we'd put lipstick yeah. on and you know dress up a bit, and if you're a boy, comb your hair and. <laughs> the beards were magnificent. The lockdown beards were fantastic during during lockdown, even for some of the women as they couldn't get anywhere near a beautician. Well, it's funny you say the Zoom drinks. Um, we feel kind of fatigued by the Zoom mm. sort of um, phase at the moment. I mean, you know, technology is amazing. We're so lucky that we can contact our loved ones. So obviously keeping that up. Yeah. Um, and I think routine, you yeah. know, really setting a good routine this time. Um but also not being too hard on yourself because I think if you set expectations mm. too high and you are, you know, a little bit rough on yourself, you've just got to be kind and understand that these are abnormal circumstances and you've just got to take it day by day. It'll be interesting to see what the mood's like today after the press conference where With they announced the what businesses yeah. are shutting down. Because, Kerry, I definitely think there's a... There's an element of, yes, we need to lock it down, but there's also a fear of, are we locking down enough? Because I know in New Zealand you guys locked everything down. We've yep. still got Bunnings and Kmart open at this stage. Oh, for like, sake. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. What, what I definitely, what we don't want is we go really hard for six weeks, but at, at about 90%, and then we're still left with the problem at the end. Yeah. So I think there's going to be a lot of pressure and all eyes on this press conference today. There absolutely will, and I, I really will be thinking of you because... You know, I was able to come into work and it was wonderful mm. to have a range of voices to communicate with. And you yeah. do start, I did start off thinking, I'm going to come out of this like a beautiful butterfly, a little caterpillar crawling into my lockdown chrysalis and I'm going to come yeah. out fit <laughs> and fluent in three languages. And yeah, yeah no, alive was enough, really. Well, Ke- yeah, Kerry, exactly. I'm yes. coming out of this one fit. I, the oh, first lockdown, I didn't go on. The second lockdown, I didn't go on. It's not going to happen. This is the one I'm coming out of looking like Zac Efron. I believe you. I believe in you, Jace. I, no, yeah. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> hey, well, we're here at the end of the line. Anytime you need a different voice during lockdown. Thank and, uh, Thanks, Gary. We really are thinking of you because I, I can't even imagine what it would be like to have to do it all over again. So Yeah, I think that's the, that's the hard bit. It's sort of they ease restrictions. Everyone got a taste of what normal life was like again. And then now we're going back into it. So that's, that's the hard bit.
I wish you well. I wish you both well. That is Jace and PJ Harding from Kiss FM in Melbourne about to go under lockdown. And they do sound a little, you know, trepidatious. And with good cause, I would be feeling much the same. I really would.